Thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in and being with us today for this episode on the Transformed Podcast. I cannot believe how quickly time is flying. It seems we are moving uh, so quickly through season one uh, of this podcast, uh, but I'm certainly enjoying it. I am enjoying the study uh, that has to go into this in order to make this uh, somewhat successful, at least I hope successful. Um, and I hope it's beneficial to you. I hope that you are enjoying it, that you're growing with me. Faith is growing stronger, um, that you are becoming a better person because of it. Um, I know that I am, and I certainly hope that you are uh, as well. Obviously, all glory going to God, none to me or to any of the hosts here at Scattered Abroad, and we all share that same goal, and that is to glorify our Father in heaven. Uh, as always, I hope you're taking advantage of the Scattered Abroad Network and of all of the episodes and podcasts that are being published throughout the week. I hope that you're enjoying those and taking advantage uh, of those. Um, I do ask that you would, as always, give us a rating or review if you have not already, and please, um, please do so on whatever platform it is that you use, and that certainly would be a great help and it would be very beneficial to us as we move forward from here. The more ratings and the more re- reviews that we get, uh, the more publicity uh, our episodes will get, and um, hopefully they will be able to reach uh, some individuals who are in need of uh, of listening to the Bible and listening to things uh, that, we're, that we're talking about. And hopefully it'll, it'll be helpful to them. Um, and hopefully it'll be helpful, helpful to you. And hopefully that's why you're, uh, hopefully that's, that's why you're listening to this podcast, that it is something that uh, benefits you and helps you in your walk with Christ. If you've been with us over these last few weeks, you know that we've been discussing this theme uh, of being transformed out of, and our first 21 episodes of season one are all going to be underneath this umbrella of being transformed out of. And we've talked about how this, how as individuals, we must always be growing. This is, uh, this is something that I think is kind of difficult for some people because I think some people are very content to just kind of stay where you're at, to, to, to stay, uh, to, to not, to not grow because if you don't grow, it means that no work has to be done. And I think we live in a society that fosters this idea and mindset of not having to work, of having things handed to yourself or just staying where you're at. But you and I know as Christians, we must continue to grow, continue to grow and continue to become better individuals. Um, we should never be stagnant, uh, never never be mediocre. Um, we should always want to progress. We should always want to evolve and transform ourselves into something, uh, someone greater than we were the day before. And that's the whole idea behind this Transformed uh, podcast. Well, today I want to talk about this idea of covetousness. We are being transformed out of covetousness. Now, I think this is kind of a sneaky one. Um, when we talk about this idea of covetousness, because it's something that I think we all feel and that we all possess, we all go through um, at certain times in life, and we don't even think twice about it. And I think that this is something that many people probably wouldn't even consider something like this to be anything that's wrong. We're going we're gonna to talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but I think a lot of people, when they think about this idea of covetousness, they think, yeah, no big deal. 
It's not that big of an issue. Um, why even talk about it? Why even dedicate an entire episode or podcast to it? Well, and that's the exact reason why. Because it is something that's important. It is something for us to talk about and to, to discuss and to think about as we continue to grow as Christians. You can go to dictionaries. You can go to the internet. You can find all kinds of uh, different definitions. But one of the one of the ones I think that, uh, that put it very well for us uh, said this. It said, it is an eager mindset or an excessive desire desire for wealth or possessions wealth or possessions that, that, that's everything that we have in life money houses cars um, land uh, you know whatever it might be the, the, the things and the items in this life that you possess it's someone who has an eager and an excessive desire for those things now there is a big difference in in, in needing those things and then in wanting those things. And I think you know that. There's a big difference in needing groceries, needing food every single week. There's a big difference in um, needing transportation to get from your home uh, to your workplace. And there's a need uh, for different things like that. There's a need for uh, clothes to wear on your body. But there's no, it's not necessary. These other things are wants. When you want the, you know, $100,000 car or you want um, the, the, the Gucci brand clothes and things like that. Um, now, again, I'm not saying if you own a $100,000 car or you own the nicest brands, there's nothing. I'm not saying there's anything sinful in and of itself in having those things. But it's when your mindset becomes so obsessed and so, um, so, consumed um with those things that that, that's when we begin to have issues and when they begin to have we begin to have problems um i think about a scenario between two people just 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 illustrate this with me in your mind uh think think about someone who take, take person one for example person one has lots and lots of nice things they have a great job they have um, a large six figure income they have a a you know multi-thousand, a hundred thousand dollar home, multiple cars, um, the, the nicest clothes, the newest technology, the largest TV, um, you know, all, all of this and all of that, um, all, all the things in life that you could think that you want to have in this life. But then take person two. Person two doesn't have any of those things. Person two has your average job. Person two has your average car that has uh, lots of miles, or not lots of miles, but has an average amount of miles on it. Um, person two has um, just the average amount of clothes, the average brand of clothes, nothing, nothing, you know, extremely spectacular or anything crazy or out of this world. Just They're just a normal person, just your average everyday person. But then person two becomes obsessed with person one and the things that they own. All they can think about is what possessions and material things and what they what they can do to obtain those things that person one has. You know, I, when we talk about covetousness or, or coveting something, it's more about the mind than it is anything else. Th- think about think about social media platforms, um, and I think this is a big thing because a lot of people follow a lot of these. Um, so-called, I guess we might call them influencers on Instagram. And if you don't know what an influencer is, basically an influencer is someone 
who um, who has all kinds of things that they do in life, and they have whether it's it's clothes or or cars, or maybe places that they live, and and they and they basically put it out there on the internet for everybody to see and to follow them. Um, and there's probably a lot more things involved in it than that. Obviously, I'm not extremely up to date, I guess, on, on something like that. Um, but I think. And again, I'm not saying if you follow influencers on Instagram, there's nothing wrong with that. I think I, I actually think that I may follow a couple um, on Instagram as well. But here's the, here's here's the thing: we need to be very very careful when it comes to things like that because we can get so wrapped up and so consumed in these different individuals and the lives that they live, and how we feel like that we are uh, less. We, that we are inferior to them, that we are not as good as them because we don't have the things that they have. Or we look at the items that they're, that they're showing off and that, that maybe companies are sending them these clothes or these shoes or whatever and say, hey, show your followers so that they'll buy it. And then we become so obsessed and consumed. And then when we can't buy it or we can't obtain it, we just, we get upset. We get angry. Why can't I have that? Why can't I have these things that this person has? I need to have those things or it makes me inferior to them. You see, it's all about the mind. We become so consumed, so obsessed with having all of these things that everybody else seems to have. You know, it makes us feel when we when we get those things, I think sometimes we just assume that it'll automatically bring us happiness. But it doesn't. We think that it'll automatically bring us uh, great joy. It'll automatically bring us fulfillment. It'll automatically allow us to be and feel the best that we could feel simply because we're able to have possessions. Simply because we're able to have the physical and monetary things of life. But that's not how it works, is it? That's not how it goes. I think about I think about Solomon. You see, Solomon was an individual who had a lot of things in life. Solomon was a king. Solomon was uh, was the son of a king. Solomon looked in places in this world for that happiness, for that fulfillment, and for that desire. And he looked at it in things like fornication and adultery. He looked at it in things like alcohol. He looked at it in things like wealth, but he came up empty every single day. Time. In fact, in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 1, if you look there at verse 2, vanity of vanity, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. It comes from that word vain. It's vain. It holds no value. It holds nothing because it ultimately doesn't matter in this life. I think as, as Americans, as individuals who live in the United States of America, we live such complicated lives. We live lives that are <clears throat> revolved around things, lives that are revolved around possessions, lives that are revolved around constantly having to have this and constantly having to have that. And it makes life so much more complicated. Maybe it's time we take a step back. Maybe it's time that we try to live more simple lives, not, have, not having to have the greatest this or the greatest that or the most of this or the most of those things. Maybe we take a step back. You see, when we talk about this idea of covetousness, it's it's wrong. It's sinful. And I want to talk to you about why it's wrong in two different areas. Number one, it's wrong because our priorities must not lie within the things of this world. 
Okay, when we are consumed with the things of life, they become top priority. And they begin to push everything else out of our lives. And they begin to trump everything else in life to where everything begins to revolve around. And again, you go back to the idea. It seems that life revolves around things. Why is it wrong? Why must our priorities not lie within the things of this world? Well, think about it. Think about what I said in our last episode um, last week. When we become so consumed with the world, when we become so consumed with everything in it, it comes, that whole idea stems from having a love for those kinds of things. I, I think about the passage like uh, second, or excuse me, First John chapter two, verse fifteen through seventeen. We read we read that last uh, last week again, in in our past episode. I think about passages like Romans twelve one and two. The the whole premise of what this uh, the, the the springboard for this entire podcast. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, Paul says, I'm begging you, Christians, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world. Don't, be, don't allow yourself to be molded to this world. Don't allow yourself to look exactly like everyone around you, but to what? Be transformed. Be changed. Be evolve, evolve yourself into something different by the renewing of your mind. Again, it's in the mind, isn't it? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're making your mind something new, something better, something different, something greater. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I think about James chapter 4 and verse 4. Adulterers and adulteresses. James says, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. You cannot do, you can't do both. I think back to uh, Jesus there in the Sermon on the Mount. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. When we are so wrapped up with covetousness, we seriously, we begin to lose grip on reality. We begin to lose grip on everything around us. It affects our decisions. It affects our mindset. It affects our choices. It affects the way we view people, the way we view view those around us and the things that they have. It can cloud our judgment and how we think and how we process things because when it consumes us, it makes everything that we do so focused and so goal-driven towards having those things. What ought to be the most important thing in life? You know, instead of filling our houses and, and materials uh, uh, with all of these things, how concerned are we with filling ourselves and our minds with God and his word? What's the contrast? Again, it's not wrong to have things, but think about the time that you spend shopping online on your phone, on Amazon, for you guys on Home Depot or, you know, wherever it is that you shop. Think, think about uh, how much time you, you, you look at, you think about, you know, trying to spruce up your house or buy new furniture or, or buy a new TV or, or upgrade your truck or, or different things like that. Th- think, about, think about the time spent in that compared to the time that you spend trying to better yourself as a Christian to try to better yourself uh, as an individual. Look, all of these things, again, they're, they're all revolved around trying to, quote-unquote, make our lives better. 
with things. But what about trying to make our lives better as Christians? Where does that come in? You see, again, it's not wrong to have things, but it's wrong when they push out the spiritual things. That's what's wrong. It's like what Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10. He didn't say that the love of money, rather he said he didn't say that money is the root of all kinds of evil, but rather he said the love of money. It's that mindset. It's all in the mind of being consumed and eager and having that desire to have things. Number two, the last one I want to talk about is we're quickly running out of time in this episode. When we focus on the world, we allow no room to focus on the Savior. When we focus on the world, when, we're, when we covet those things in this world, we allow no room to focus on our Savior. When it comes to Christianity, there's no riding the fence. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You must be on one side or the other. You cannot be down the middle. It's like the Clemson Tigers slogan. They say, all in, right? Well, we're all in as Christians. At least we ought to be. The same is with our faith in Christianity. We must be all in. This includes our mindset, our fight, our drive, our spirit, the way that we live and breathe and do things in life. Colossians 3 1 and 2, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Then verse 2, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. If, if, then you were raised with Christ. So number one, it's possible that you're not raised with Christ. Number two, he says, seek those things which are above, not the material, earthly things that are here below. They don't matter. They're not going to last. They're going to burn up one day in the end anyway, aren't they? I think about Matthew 6, 19-20, Jesus says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. He says, Set your mind on things above and not on things of the earth. Well, Paul, why? See, Paul knew exactly what it meant to live for this world, didn't he? Paul knew exactly what it meant to be on the other side of this coin. And he knew which side would be so much better. I think about Moses. Moses was was born while Pharaoh was trying to kill all, all the male babies. He was found by Pharaoh's daughter. Pharaoh took him in. She raised him within the Egyptian culture. He more than likely would have had some power and a lot of pleasure at his fingertips if he had stayed there. But... In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 25, what does the Bible say about Moses? That he, ch- he was choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Moses knew that the things of this life were not worth it. He literally had it all at his fingertips. The power, the pleasure, anything in life that he wanted, he could have had. But he said, it wasn't worth coveting over. It wasn't worth living for. It wasn't worth dying over. Make that choice. Look, when we talk about covetousness, don't think that you don't fall prey to it sometimes, okay? We must fight hard when it comes to material things. When it comes to always wanting this and always wanting that and being consumed and overcome with it, don't allow the world and everything in it to overtake your life. Remember, look, look, remember why you're living and who you're living for. And allow that to consume your life. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. 
Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.